Hey guys, before we get into our latest episode, I just wanted to go through a couple announcements. Number one, our name has been the MFG cast for quite a while now and people wonder what's that stand for? Well, we don't really, we haven't really ever said. When we first started, it was something where I came up with a name that I thought was goofy. But now that we're kind of getting, you know, we've been doing this for a few, few years now, and we've got a few more people that were that that we have that are listening to this. We realize that they're people of different uh, backgrounds, people of different ages, and we also have uh, different people of different ages and stuff like that that actually record on this. So there's a couple of things that we're going to do. Number one, we're actually changing what the name stands for. Forget what you thought it was before. We're going to change it now to Maximum Fun with Gaming. So hopefully it's something where when you listen to this podcast, you think you're getting as much enjoyment out of listening to one thing as you can, and we hope that we can bring that to you. The old name was kind of a little juvenile, not very good for little kiddos and stuff like that, so we kind of changed it. Um, Another thing is is we're going to kind of change a little thing about kind of giving you our rating of what the episode is going to be like. So say we a lot of times we do our little fantasy improvs and we get a little adult. We have a little adult humor and stuff like that. We're going to put a mature rating on it. We're going to slap it right on the episode so you know exactly what you're listening to. There's going to be a few times where we have a few games or reviews or something like that where we talk where it's something for a younger audience. So we'll put it on there that it's friendly for everyone. So there's a couple little changes there, and we hope that you really enjoy the changes. And um, if you have any questions, you can always get at us at MFGCast on Twitter and then everything else that you can blah, blah, blah. So hopefully you enjoy the changes and back to our regularly scheduled program. This is the MFGCast. So, how do we want to start this? Well, I'm thinking that we can let everyone know that with school coming back, it's time to sign up for their MFG University, where we are letting everyone know the board games that will help enhance their minds, teach them a little something, and actually let them be a little smarter at the end of their day. Well, I've been going to the MFG cast for five years, so I'm pretty much a super senior now. Don't know if I've been learning a lot, but you know, I'm ready. I'm ready for anything. I think it's almost like a Happy Gilmore uh, <laughs> or a Billy Madison situation for you, where it's like you're going back to school. <laughs> That's right. So, what does the curriculum look like here? What are we going for here? I did get a lot of the classes I was signing up for, which is definitely a plus because I was a little worried with that late registration. 
these classes are expensive. Sometimes they're 60 to 80 bucks a single shot. You know, I don't have the type of money just laying around, man. I had to get some grants. I had to get some money in my pocket. But one of the classes that I signed up for was uh, Political Science 122. Oh, cool. And, yeah, it's, it's awesome, man. The curriculum covers uh, super PACs. And the professors are Andre Perea and also Brandon Payton. And it's really cool. It's it's one of the new classes that they started at the university that's more in like that experimental program they were talking about, the classes that are only worth like one or two credits. So this it's not too bad. Like, you know, all the reading requirements or anything for this class was only like about like thirty five or forty bucks. But it actually shows the seedier elements in our political system. Wait a minute. There's seedier elements in our political system? No yeah. way. I just found out recently that apparently Historically, some politicians have even lied about stuff no that they're going to do. It's crazy. No way. It's not. They've lied. What have they lied about? Have they lied about our money? Have they lied about our situation? Uh, well, it's more than just that, man. So this class is actually looking into how these people, like, basically lobby to certain types of people. So they build up factions that help fund them, hence creating their super PACs. Much like, like the name of this class, you mean like furries and people that go that people that go to uh, Gen Con. I'm thinking more like uh, gun nuts and super religious and like far leftists and econ- like you know people that only care about economic growth of themselves and things like that and their businesses. Ugh, that sounds horrible. Yeah, well, it's all about how these people lobby to those things and then use those backings to like further like insult and destroy their opponents and gain political power and rise through the ranks. So this actually sounds like a really interesting class, and I think it's going to be something that's pretty cool. Like, this is something I'm going to enjoy at the end of the semester. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. As long as it's a class. If it was something in real life, I'm sure it would hurt a lot of a lot of feelings and, you know, it hurt a lot of climates, you know, and that kind of thing. But the fact that it's just a class, that, yeah, I could, do, I could deal with that. Yeah, I mean, it would be awful to have any political figurehead actually, like, intentionally insulting other parties and defaming them and tearing them down just for personal gain. I mean, that would be that would that be a hideous way worst. to run anything, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Let alone a business. Let a, and then trying to do that with a country? I can't even fathom it. Oh, it would be horrible. It would be horrible. But you know what's pretty cool? Because you mentioned the business thing. I did get in one other class, and uh, I, don't, I don't know if you signed up for this one in time, Kim. I know there's a few more open seats, but it's uh, Business Economics 302. And this one is really cool. Like, I, I couldn't believe how cheap this class is. You can sign up for this class online, usually for like about $20. Wow, and, that's really cheap. I don't, I haven't heard of any class that's as cheap as $20. Yeah, well, this class is all about being captains of industry, right? So uh, Michael Keller is the professor, and uh, it's not too bad. The, the, the textbook is from uh, TMG, right? And this is all about how, like, different companies will produce goods, but we don't really know what those goods are worth. It's actually up to the market to dictate those things. So, you know, like, do we need steel to be, like, $20,000 a ton or X amount per ton? It's You can actually have businesses undercut each other to sell at cheaper prices for lower profit, but the company gets more, like, known. And you might even say it's like victorious for the company to do this. It's points in their win column. It's almost like victory points or something for a company that does these things. But it's great because 
businesses will interact with each other and make deals and you're always worried about one or two companies getting a little too powerful and becoming monopolists on the market so other companies will try to jump into them and make other deals and it's just like a really interesting thing about how products change in price based on not only demand but what a company views as an acceptable profit yeah i remember when i came here for orientation i sat on sat in on this class and the four captains of industry that they had at the front of the class they all looked the same it was really freaking me out i couldn't understand <laughs> it it was really weird i'm like okay why does all four of these people these players in this game why did they look exactly the same it was so weird to me i don't i don't know why they just make you know have different people that looked different it just i don't know freaked me out I think maybe they're uh, what are the the four twins quintuplets quintuplets could be that or it could be that when it comes to money everyone looks the same Mm. that is true (laughs) that is a sad state of affairs So what do you think you can go into business with this course? Uh, I mean, this I think this course definitely teaches you a lot about, you know, planning economically for your future to make sure that you can invest for long-term growth as well as immediate profit. And the fact that also like the fact, like how companies go about investing in themselves with research and development, that a company might excel in one facet and then all of a sudden branch off into new products, you know? It's it's almost like how like Kawasaki, you know, they they make like wave racers and motorcycles and also lawnmowers and you know and like Sony, it's like we produce PlayStations and movies and computers like you know these companies that branch off into different fields captains of industry will do that. They're not going to just stick to one thing and fall by the wayside. A wise leader in a business will know to expand and diversify and produce new items and goods for the market. And I'm really interested in learning how to, from this course, learning how to basically, if a competitor has, is selling something for a certain price, like I can, like, they, they tell you how you can do it cheaper, but not exactly, you know, lose the profit of it. Yeah, it's, it's a definitely an interesting idea for, uh, for a business model. You know what's funny is I actually got, I have this class that I'm super stoked about. It's uh, Botany 202. Oh man, I am so fu- I get to learn about photosynthesis, which I can barely say. I couldn't even spell, but I got into it anyway. And oh my god, I can't wait to I cannot wait to figure this. I've 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 heard about photosynthesis. It's something you hear about all the time when you're a little kid. You know, it's about the sun's rays beating down on trees and not only making them grow, but also it kind of, with the growing of the trees, it sp- spreads other seeds and makes makes these tr- trees, you know, grow to their full maturity. I mean, I'm so excited because this class is being uh, taught by, oh boy, I can't say this guy's name, uh, Hallmar Hawk. I hope I said his name right. I'm sure he'll just, he'll hate my guts for, you know, getting his name wrong. But you know what? I'm sorry. I'm just not good with names. I, like like I said, I don't. I can't even spell photosynthesis. You could just call him Professor Hawk. I mean, you know, true. it's a sign of respect. I could, but I really like trying to ruin his whole name. So maybe I'll just do that. <laughs> but what's cool is we're going to go out into this forest, okay? And we're going to plant some seeds and we're going to watch these trees grow. 
they're going to grow from level one to level two to level three, and then once they're done with our with, with the, their level three, we're going to cut them down and we're going to collect. I don't know. Our uh, <laughs> we're going to collect our grades. Um, <laughs> de- you know, depending upon the um, spot in the forest, if it's you know if it's further into the forest, then we're going to sc- we're going to score a better grade than if it is out. But we get to plant many trees, and depending upon where the sun shines, it's gonna help our trees grow more. Because we've got so many people in the class, well actually there's not that many people in the class. There's only there's only four people in the class. And um, it's weird. It's weird because I'm, we're at college and yet anybody eight years old and up can go be in this class. It's weird. And the class is only 45 to 60 minutes, which is weird. You think they would they would either call it 45 or a 60 minute class, but you know, it's, it's kind of in between, you know, just, you know, depending upon um, how excited people are about uh, being in this class, but it, it's cool too because you know if you have if you have bigger trees that are sh- are shading the other uh, the other people's trees, then no collecting of grades is going to be happening. So, depending upon where the sun rotates around around this wooded area, that's when we're going to collect our grades. And man, I just, I am so excited because I know nothing about trees. All I know is that there's a bunch of different ones and they look cool. And one time a a pine cone hit me in the head and I got an idea, but that's about it. Now, (laughs) I remember that day. I think you were crying and you asked for a lollipop. I I did. I did. And I got that lollipop. Yeah. It was like last month, I think, right? Mm -hmm. I am 42. now, (laughs) Now, one thing I do like with this class is... You know, like shorter classes are definitely good because sometimes you have those classes that are like two, three, and four hours. You start spacing out. You're like, you're like excuse me, I got to use the restroom. Excuse me, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. Excuse me, I'm just going to drive off a cliff. This is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> shorter classes are definitely better. And the one thing that I was curious about is because you were mentioning about like how like, you know, the trees will be coming down and everything. Is it also showing you how like the trees are renewable energy and basically that goes into future generations of trees? Yes, because you know sometimes, you know what what you what you start out with is you start out with you know with you know so many trees and you kind of build them up, but some some will renew into you know uh, renewable energy, but some you'll have to waste, which is unfortunate, you know. So hopefully, hopefully when those trees are wasted, ho- you know, hopefully they're you know we're chopping it, we're making them into firewood to you know send you know, somewhere else where they actually need it, you know, or maybe they're using it for paper or whatever. But yeah, there's a, there's, there are some renewable energy with these trees, but there are also some wasteful ones. So you have to be very careful on how you, how you maneuver your trees and what you pay for with your sunlight. That sounds great. And you know what the best thing is? I mean, granted, I only got to see the course outline of it. It looks like it's going to be a beautiful course. Like afterwards, you're going to feel very satisfied with what you've done. That's right. That's right. (laughs) All I know is it looks like a beautiful course, and I'm sure I'll be enlightened. <laughs> you get it? Enlightened? Yeah. I said a joke. <laughs> I love Kurt so much. <laughs> so, so Kim, I see uh, you know, I see you got like some uh, flyer or something sticking out of your bag there. What's that for? If anyone wants to join this club, I'm going to. Uh, it's called Timeline. We get to learn about all music and cinema throughout history. Yeah, so these group of people, Asmodee, they thought of this. 
it's just a way that, you know how, like, sometimes you, you kind of like, oh, what came first? Did the Beatles come first or did the Beach Boys come first? You know, it's like, oh, what song came out? Like, you know, I, I just want to know, like, oh, Hey Jude, that was definitely before, like, uh, Bad Romance, right? Like, <laughs> you just want to know, like, the simple things and it actually, it's like, it's very cultured and if you guys want to sign up, I, you know, I think it's really good because, you know, it's fast, it's a simple, you know, little, it's a really fun club that you guys can go to. You can, we even, like, have it where we could just, like, go outside, like, picnics. We have picnics, we can just talk about music and stuff in the picnics. And, like, if you want to, like, even, like, do, we went to the mall one time, and we just, like, sat into, like, the little cafeteria section of the mall, and we just, like, decided to go through which, um, which movie came out first, Jaws or Freddy Krueger. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I like that. And uh, like now, I, if I remember, I think like that's like almost an offshot of the club, like where they also did American history and yeah, inventions and everything, that's, right? That's American history. Like this is pop culture. This is what I'm for. <laughs> but they do but have it. If you it's do, what's now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you do want to know all that history buff, and I mean, it is kind of cool. Where like I had a couple of people come to me, and then they were like, "Oh, did you know that uh, penicillin?" came before lady gaga yeah well, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well no no we're talking about inventions like, lady gaga is an invention <laughs> well see i want to try to schedule something where all those clubs get together so it's just where everything fit in throughout all of time because i figured that would be great i mean we were <laughs> thinking about that the only thing is we need a big space for it because it is a lot to go through. It is. Like, all and it's also stuff. a lot of people. You know? It's a lot It's a lot mm-hmm. of people going and you just... It's... I would say the more we have in the group, it would be a little bit better. Because then we just like can like go off one by one saying what we, you know, really like about like each of the musics. And we can kind of quiz ourselves where I was like, oh, you know, like I think this came out in like 1882. Like like that and then we can also mix it where it's like huh penicillin was before the beatles like <laughs> stuff like that speaking of which kurt do you know which came first the beatles or the beach boys no i don't i think i think it's a lie i think they're i think both of them all of them are robots i don't think it exists <laughs> well robots were invented before the beatles so it could be possible that the beatles were robots so i was gonna yeah. say it's it's a question that i have a 50 50 of getting right so it's like a 95 percent chance i'll get it wrong <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah wait, exactly. wait wait you gotta you gotta help me on this what, what are the percentages i can't i can't do <laughs> i can't do these numbers well if you need to do some uh, simple numbers you can always just quick jump in and uh take that fast math 101 course for a little touch up if it's been a few years since you've been in school mm. math 101 is the math flux course mm. where you know, it's, it's great. It's just like a little touch-up where, you know, you're going to be see- dealing with simple integers. You're just, you know, trying to get to sums and everything. But what's nice is it uses factors like multiplication and division to work with the numbers that you have to get to certain exponential sums. So, so I'll learn what 5 times 5 means? Finally, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's 36. And I'm in college. <laughs> <laughs> Can I integer for a sec? What does that <laughs> mean? Wait, did you say, can you integer for a sec? Really? 
I did. Look, this might be a little uh, out of character here, but puns is my gig, okay? If you're stepping into my territory, I will come for you. I will come at you and I will come at you hard. The pun guy, no one's so, that. So if you can interject, what would it be? I literally, that's what I meant. I don't know what an integer is. That's why I failed that math. That's why I need to go to school. Then I think Math 101, some Math Flux can help you out. Sweet, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get on that class. I I think that that class is pretty cheap too, isn't it? Yeah, that class is like super cheap, and available yeah. in so many outlets. Yeah, I remember one time we did this. We we there was this off offshoot brand of that class that was in this weird CD warehouse called Stoner Flux. I don't know. I, I don't know what happened. All I remember is I was very hungry after a while. It was I was, <laughs> it's a good one. Well, I heard the um, some of the people in the, uh, the theater class, uh, they like to sing along and they do the Monty Python Flux. That's my favorite class. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think I think that the people who made that class and the people that made the Timeline class should get together and make some awesome games. Right, that would be fantastic. I mean, awesome class. <laughs> I love our ability to stay in character. Yeah. And I'll probably leave it in, too. Oh, yeah. absolutely. This <laughs> editing is for fools. <laughs> you know how I'm always complaining to you, like, man, I have so much free time. I wish I can write more papers and have every free minute of my life manipulated by just one class. Oh, yeah, of course. That's why I signed up for History 406. It's an exploration of civilization through the ages. Yes, oh, this class will take us through the ages. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a really long class. I don't know. I don't know if I can handle it. Oh, it, it's it's fascinating, though, because uh, the professor, Vlada Chibatl, this, this guy's good. Now, you might know his name. He has taught a lot of classes. Yeah, it, he has. At, Plus, his name kind of rhymes. It's interesting. Right? I think he did um, that on purpose. Yeah, this, this class is a little, you know, it's a little pricier, but it is such an impressive study of human history. Not only are we looking at historic figures, not only are we looking at the progression of society, but we're exploring how various forms of government can alter the course of a civilization. We're also going to be looking at how civil unrest can disrupt those governments, so it's a combination of people working in tandem towards fixed goals, how a nation needs to develop from within. And in through the ages, we're not simply exploring things like trading with other markets or going outside. It's all about the development of isolated nations. But what's really interesting too is we all know that throughout history there has been some awful wars. Mm. And we're going to explore how the military can not only come ahead, but military tactics employed by these civilizations that something is only a surprise one time when it comes to combat. That a fixed formation or phalanx of units can only get the jump on somebody once because as Sun Tzu has taught us, the study of war is what wins wars. So once the nation reveals these tactics, other nations will be able to employ them. So you always have to be one step ahead if you want to win through military. And how civilizations will explore and expand and exploit and just how any culture can rise 
given the desire and the forethought ahead to really succeed. That's why I can't wait to get into my next class of Through the Ages. It is just such an impressive study of civilizations. Ooh, I much everyone's speechless. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's I was just, I was just, I was just going to say that, man, you're really passionate about this. Yeah, I mean, like, I know I know you like your uh, your businesses, but I didn't think, like, history would be such a buff for you. That's the thing that I, I love the most about this class. Normally, I'm not a fan of history in this nature, but exploring it through this light and this scope has really opened me up to finding out more about the past and how it forges the future. Now, because uh, I don't know if I have a free block, how long is this class going to take me? Th- this class, I mean, when we meet, we're usually meeting for about like three or four hours. It's it's It depends on uh, how quickly the students are getting into the subject material and how fast everyone's tackling it. It, it's one of those longer classes, but you know what's interesting? It, like, when the bell rings, you know, you're actually like, wait, class class is over already? I, I thought it was going to go just a little more. So, Kim dropped her hammer in workshop. <laughs> Speaking of workshop, Kurt, did you take one of those, uh, those like, little uh, crafting courses that you told me about? Oh, yeah, I totally did. I You know what? It's funny because I, I you know, I figured... I'm a I'm a li- I'm a guy that likes to get my hands dirty, so I thought, oh boy, does he? Uh, yeah, that's right. You know, it's one of those weird things. You know, usually when you go to colleges, you you know, or when you go to school, you know, well, colleges in particular, there's always these couple of classes that you take that you wonder why would anyone take these kind of classes. But you know what? This is kind of the class for me because I actually get to forge dice, and I and I'm just like I'm super excited about this because. Not only do I get to forge dice themselves, but I also get to change what what I want in this uh, what I want in these dice. So I'm taking the class of uh, dice forge, dice forging, whatever. Um, uh, and I love I love that you know I can I can take these dice and I can change the face of them and I can put it to you know d- depending upon you know how much how much uh, money I put into this class I can. You know, I can take my. It's weird they take gold. I don't get it. You know, it's like I understand. Like I, you know, take a couple of these, a couple of my gold necklaces. You know, when I had that rap phase in college or in high school, you know, and I had to <laughs> meld them down. You know, so I could put make them into coins to, you know, pay for this stuff. But, you know, when I pay more money, you know, I can get these awesome, you know, uh, die faces that where I can forge better dice. But also it. It, it's it's this weird thing where it also teaches like it's almost like a, a co-mingle with the whole chaos theory of like okay if I'm gonna have like you know say I wanna you know score more gold and I put this six gold on this one part of this dice and then I have uh, five other sides that have one how many chances are there or maybe even if I do like three sides with the six how many times will I actually get that six you know it's just it's crazy. I just, I don't know. I, it's hard to know the outcome because regardless of how you think you're going to roll, you just never know. So it, it just, it blows my mind. You know, it's like, it's like throwing your fate to the wind and just you're hoping you don't get struck by lightning. It's crazy. I know, man. It's uh, my favorite thing that I've learned from this class is that when something can happen five out of six times, 
that you can do it 30 times and never see it happen. Because, yeah, sometimes it goes down that way. <laughs> yeah. And, and it does, like, even if I, even if I roll two dice and I roll them twice, it's, it, it, it just blows my mind how much I don't get what I want. <laughs> but it is cool how you can, um, you're just molding what you want into this thing. Like, you're creating it. Oh, and that's the thing about this crafting class. This, I mean, I've seen what the students make from this, and it's always beautiful results. And it's always different. Mm-hmm. You really don't see the same the same product from everybody. Yeah, and, and one of the best things is when you wa- walk into that classroom and you see all the tools laid out, and I love that the professor of this class has made an elegant holding for all the molding and sculpts that you'll be doing on your uh, projects in this class. Because, boy, oh boy, did I want to sign up immediately once I saw how nice it looked. And I could not be happier that I, too, have signed up for this class, Cart. I am in it. (laughs) I am happy I am in it. Yeah. And every time I walk through the doors, I feel like I'm walking through the doors of Valhalla. It's crazy. I just, I feel like a new god. (laughs) It's true. I would say the same, right? Yeah. And, uh, and that's one of the greatest things in the world. Like, thank God we heard about that class when we were at that little uh, show a few weeks back. Because uh, the, the I believe it was called uh, the Dexcon Expo, where they were talking about all the beautiful things that you can learn about. Oh, like the, the orientation mm-hmm. for the colleges. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that, I'm really glad that we signed up for this one, uh, because this, this was uh, arguably one of the greatest classes I've ever seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also, I know, like, they actually have... There's helpers that they just like come to you and they can help you with more of the just like getting more stuff. Yeah. Like, I, but you, ha- you, you make sure that you ask them before you craft your dice. Like, you true. have to ask them because I've had it with so many times. I would do it, I would like just focus on what I needed to do, and then all of a sudden I was like, damn it. I should have got my helper. I yeah. had completely forgotten. He was off doing something else, and it's like oh, there's nothing worse remember. than think you're doing good on the test, and then you look up and all the other students are already finished. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've had that happen a few times in Dice Forge. Yeah. Um, now the one thing is, I know you love to like you're almost like a little detective at times. You know, you're always like uh, uh, to figure things out and stuff like that. I like my deduct- my uh, deducing. So, uh, so tell me about this like this weird new uh, chemistry class, one of those experimental courses that we heard about. Well, it's actually funny because the professor Mattis Coetzee, probably watching that name too. I apologize. Uh, well, you didn't take prof- the class. I, I do. I'm sure he'll tell you his name on the first. Class. I like to say Professor K. You know, yeah. like people <laughs> usually take like the the first letter of the last name. But um, so he is actually in with a study group called CGE. And they're taking a whole new look on how we look at the periodic table. And he puts the theory on, well, what if we didn't have the periodic table? What if we didn't have, you know, like gas and iron and metals and all that other good stuff that's in the periodic table that is slipping my mind right now. But I do know, but if right now I just can't think of it because I'm just, like, so overwhelmed by this. But it's... They put so many of the elements as if, like, oh, well, what if iron was 
raven's feathers and well what if some natural gases were like these other plants like it sounds pretty cool now if i remember right isn't it something like uh in the course outline it actually noted that back in the day people that studied like they didn't even think of it as scientific compounds. They almost thought it was magical. Yes. So scientists back then were actually called alchemists. Yes. So he calls the class alchemists, right? I forgot to mention the class. I apologize. Yeah, because you were probably all wondering, well, what is this class she's talking about? Well, it's alchemists. But, yeah, they refer to themselves as alchemists because of all the uh, chemical stuff that they do. And I do have to say, though, that uh, I don't. I want to be off the record here. I've heard that the professor does like to do experiments on his students. Ooh. And, <laughs> well, you know, like, that's, that's not going to fly for the board, the board of the bed, but we're, we have to have to have it on the down low. So, like, even, even still, like, if, even if they do experiments, like, I think that would be pretty cool. It's just we have to actually sign a waiver because... You know, if anything bad happens to us, go an extra head or something like that. I don't know what type of experiments they didn't do. Yeah, true. Like, you know, you don't want to show up late to class because you were sick and end up going last mm -hmm. in the in the course curriculum. Yeah, because I could get sick. Well, even the professor, he said he's got... Uh, I've heard that he's gotten sick a couple of times because he would try it out. You know, like, because most of the times in the classes, they wouldn't have people saying, yeah, no, I'm not going to experiment for you. So the professor would just to demonstrate in front of his class but then there are times where he would get sick and then you know he'd be late for class he would be on time now kurt here's what's pretty cool you know how like you've heard about a few students that sometimes will buy like advanced test answers off of other people and no things like i've never <laughs> heard of that dan i don't know why <laughs> you're telling me or asking me that <laughs> well in that case you owe me back 50 bucks because this uh this exam i got here <laughs> But here's the thing. Here's what's really interesting from what I gather. The professor has decided that instead of just renewing the class every year, he actually is using a randomized method. He actually has an app that's going to randomize this replacement periodic table. So every new class that starts to study how the elements interact with each other, they're not going to be able to copy off of their previous classmates or like yes. get their brother's textbook and look at his notes. Because every time it's going to change. But what I do like, though, is they have... They, he does... if if Because, you know, not a lot of people can afford cell phones right now. Because, you know, they're so damn expensive. Apple! But, um... You know, the fact that he actually made an equation where you can actually find out what the elements can make. I do heard that sometimes he likes for his final exam to just simply observe the students as a professor mm -hmm. create his chemical compound table himself and just let the students know the results of their work i do find that to be an impressive thing in this uh this man wow you took the words right out of my mouth that's what i just said wasn't it <laughs> yeah. pretty much verbatim yeah, i'm actually just reading your notes that you wrote down over here i couldn't even say it <laughs> i was getting too hyped about this Wow. Well, the funny thing about it, though, is that I, why does he always have to wear, like, a cloak and a pointy hat? I don't get it. Because like, he's an alchemist. I, we went through this. Well, you know what? <laughs> he also, guess what? I, guess what? 
I could be a doctor, but I don't have to wear a smock all the time. I mean, wait, a smock? Yeah, first of all, that makes you a painter, not a doctor. (laughs) You mean scrubs, right? (laughs) Well, it's a good thing I'm going to college to learn (laughs) these things. Leave me alone. And also, also, uh, I found out that that professor, he also runs the after-school D&D program, so he just likes to be in character. Oh, snap. There you go. (laughs) I don't think he's gotten out of character. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I have seen he seen him eating in the cafeteria with that, and it does kind of draw attention. And sometimes he yeah. would bring his work with him, so like you'll just see him drinking some potions, and all of a sudden he'd just be sprawled out on the floor mm-hmm. because they just poisoned him. <laughs> now, because you mentioned like students getting sick and everything, and like you know, you know what it's like that once someone in your classroom sneezes, you're like, oh man, I'm screwed. You know, you're sick. What's really cool is I figure this, you know. If I want to get my BA, I know I got to take a mandatory science course. I don't want to get too fancy. I figure, you know what? I'm going to take the class that I know has a billion students in it, and and I can work with others, and we can help each other do really well in this class. So I figure for my science, I'm just signing up for Bio 101. I'm going pandemic. It's basically just... (laughs) Do they just just hand you a hat-bat suit at the door, or what? Well, yeah, I mean, if you want to, like, really get in character, yeah, you, you know, you can. It's really simple. I mean, every student is going to take the a preliminary role. And it's basically just a study about not so much the viruses themselves. Like, that's, like, bio, like, you know, like, I think, like, 112 and 118 and stuff like that. And, you know, if you want to look into, like, how it spreads and evolutions throughout species, that's, like, like bio, like, 305 or something. I only need one science credit. I'm just going bio 101. I figure this... Uh, the professors Matt Leacock and Rob Davio, they're going to be fine. You know, it's it's their textbook can be found everywhere and it's pretty cheap. You know, there's multiple variations of it. They even like, uh, I don't know if you remember over the summer to mix things up, they did a pandemic Cthulhu and they also worked with the history department to do pandemic Iberia. Mm. But I figure, like I said, I'm going to go for a basic. I'm just going to look into a little research about you know, if diseases spread, how to contaminate, how cures are relatable. How to contaminate. And, yeah, like, you know, like how sometimes diseases can, like, cross-contaminate and actually cause, like, you know, outbreaks. And how, I mean, if this was to ever happen in the real world, like, society would probably crumble and we would all die off. Oh, so you want to learn how to contain it. This, 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 this uh, class teaches you how you can contain diseases? Yeah, but what's cool is I like the fact that the class is working together and you either cool. pass or fail as a collective group as mm-hmm. opposed to an individual it does sound hard though i mean how many diseases do you have to cont- uh, contain yeah from what i understand um apparently like half the people that take this class fail so i mean that's like you know it, it might be a little harder than i give it credit for but you know what i figure if i if i team up with some students that know what they're doing and i just do what they tell me i should be fine <laughs> yeah yeah i mean listen to others if they if they know what they're doing you know I do. I have heard that sometimes in this class there's a few alpha students that like to run everything, but I just want to get my science credits. I, you know what? I might actually drop this class. I, m- I might go for the uh, the botany class that, that uh, Kurt was talking about. I might try to sign up for some photosynthesis. Mm. You know, if I can find the damn textbook anywhere, if that can just be available and okay. I can pick it up at a, a local store or something, I would love to look into some more photosynthesis. Yeah. But if not. I know that pandemic class will be there when I go to pick it up. Yeah, I mean, even like that photosynthesis class seems a lot safer because, you know, who who, who knows how, who would actually go out of hand and just try and create the diseases. And 
Yeah, but I don't want to get outshined by other students. Ah, outshined in the photosynthesis oh, course. You had to do it. <laughs> had to say it. Uh, <laughs> Did you get it? <laughs> well, it's weird that you're taking this pandemic class. You know, I thought it was just uh, Leacock that was teaching it. Because um, I thought he started the class. You know, I heard that now Davio's joined him, and now it's created quite a legacy. Yeah, I mean, this class is definitely a legacy of this college because it's the 12-week class. So nice. I've heard that the class sometimes goes as long as 24 weeks because sometimes, you know, things go a little wrong. The only thing yeah, is they I'm... carry over their grades too, right? Like what you score, they just carry over to the next Yeah, it, it's it's next um class. every test actually factors the test after it, which is interesting. Yeah, which is weird though because then if – you know, if you if you fail the class, they kind of help you a little bit. But then if you ace the class, then they kind of take some things away, which I don't understand. I think that's what, like, the the grading bell is. I'm pretty sure that's how that thing works, right? Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. The old bell curve. Yeah. It helped the dum-dum get better, and it helped the smart guys get better. <laughs> <laughs> now, the <laughs> I love all of this. <laughs> now, the other thing is, um, before, when I mentioned that history class... There was a. I figured, you know, I I did have one gap. I didn't want to like just be hanging around campus for three hours because then I'll get bored and just want to go home and never come back and play video games or something. <laughs> so, uh, so I did sign up for uh, this like periodic studies in American history, but it's not a happy class. It's um, it's a, uh, it's actually history three eighteen, and uh, it's it's weird. It's actually a sponsored class. It's sponsored by DPH Games. So I guess like they gave some money to the university. It's actually it's a, a study of affliction in uh, in society, mainly in Salem in 1692, and it's just like a, a it's a rather like almost like unsettling class of like you know this dark time in American culture and just how things unraveled in that era. But you know it's always cool to find out of these like these little nuggets of historic past and you know times that people don't always talk about with pride or. Sometimes even with knowing what the hell they're really talking about, like people are like, oh yeah, you know, I heard they burned witches and stuff. It's like, uh, it's actually much more sinister and sadder than that. I mean, so. it, it, do, it does, it's, this class is going to teach us just how people are at their worst. Because yeah. like, just, just to take it out like on a downer note, it's just that, you know, if you don't like somebody, like, you know, like, now, it's like, oh, you don't like somebody? Okay, I just won't talk to you. Back then, it's like, if they didn't like somebody, it's like, oh, well, you're going bars. down. <laughs> you're going to jail. I'm getting yeah. you for something. Yeah, you know? and, it, and it, it's good to know that only during 1692 were people being imprisoned for the wrong reasons. <laughs> it's so good. That to, has never <laughs> happened. No. I know, especially Today. not in the last 325 years. <laughs> But I did hear like not not all the not all the people were bad. Like, you know, a lot of people kind of formed their own factions, so they kinda of like made sure to stay in their own circles. So it's like you know, like certain 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 prominent people would have the backs of others. Yeah. And like kinda of like watch out for each other. But still at the same time everyone's like pointing fingers at yeah. people. I mean, what's good though is it's also one of the faster classes. It's like it's another. It's like only like a forty-five minute class, you know. So it's a figure get something to eat between classes or whatever. How much is it for this one credit course? Uh it's not too bad. It's only about like thirty dollars or so to sign up. That's not bad. Now, I you know I just said something about eating. I'm actually getting like a little hungry, 
Kurt, like, you know, uh, the cafeteria here, what do they have on the lunch menu? Oh, they got, they've got everything. Believe me. I mean, they've got, it's, it's cool because they've got, they've got meat. If you're a good meat eater, they got vegetables. If you're a vegetable eater, they've got peanut butter jelly. If you're really into that, it's a good little comfort foods. Yeah. It's a cool, a good little expansion that they came out with for the, for the food court. And then, and then there's like, it's weird. There's this other, there's this like, I don't know, existential corner where if you really, you know, want to have a fun experience, you can actually have a problem picnic in the corner. It's really weird. You know, it's, it's a cool little expansion area, but I don't know. It's, it, it's really interesting, but it's cool because when everything's brought in by this local, uh, local group, the kids table, and they bring in all these foods. And the cool thing is, is if in the cafeteria, if you want to, you know, when you're in, when you're in grade school, like and stuff like that, like some people would be kind of silly and they'd throw something at you and they have the, you know, in the movies and stuff like that, they always have these food fights and stuff like that. Here, they actually promote it. They actually think that's awesome. They, they want you to go one-on-one and it's not, not everybody against themselves. It's it's one-on-one. It's two people against each other. And you know, so, you know, if one per, you know, one person is a is a mediator and they really want to fight the vegetarians, they can go after them. But you know, you can only throw certain foods at at the other certain foods. So if you wanna, if your turkey leg is thinking about a, a lettuce, then you can throw it at each other and see who's gonna win. You know, but if you can only do it, you can only attack each other if you're thinking about it at close combat. But if you want to do it, if you want to get somebody that's in way in the back. Then you have to put a spoon on it, and then you launch it like a spear, and you hope you can get it. Because if you get a splat, then you get them. And then if you don't, then you get beans. I don't get why you get beans if you don't hit something. But, you know, it's cool because then you get you have beans protein. Hurt. Beans, uh, beans hurt when they have pilt out. Beans hurt. You. They do. But you don't throw the beans. You actually keep the beans. Because then you can use the beans to get other things. Like you can get pans, and you can get crackers. I mean, hopefully no one's throwing pans because that just sounds sounds oh, bad. It sounds but, dangerous. Yeah, usually you put the pans over your little over your thoughts. You know, you put it on your head and you just think, you know what? I can I can throw this at anybody. So you so if you have a pan, you can throw it at anybody if you want. And then they've got these crackers that almost look like shields. And when someone's throwing something at you, you can use that cracker as a shield. But if they get too, if they throw it hard and it's like two splats on you, like boom, it can break right through the shield and beat you. You know. And then the cool thing about this is the way that this gate, the way that this fight ends, is when you smash three of the same thing. So if you if you smash three bacon's, or I don't know how you smash a bacon, but if you smash those, or if you smash three onions. Then it dep- and then that person wins. So it's just it's so much fun. It's like it's like you can have you can have fun and eat too. It- you know, I was gonna say if you never had uh, smashed bacon, you never had some good country cooking. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like the idea that instead of just a food fight, it's more like food fighters. Mm. Where yeah, you know, that's right. You <laughs> are two food fighters. It is. It, yeah, you wear that badge. One thing with the food fighters. I used to love their music back in uh, back in the day. Food fighters. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Trying to think of. I love their first single, Everlong. Yeah, I don't. That probably was not their first well, single. Wasn't that song originally about hot dogs? And it was called Everfoot Long. Uh, oh no. <laughs> 
Can I be the pun guy he's, again? He's trying to redeem himself. He's really trying to redeem himself here. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's like, I will do it no matter well, what. They also wrote that great song, uh, Learning to Fry. Is, is it that awesome? <laughs> And I'll Maybe just take, I won't be going to this university anymore. And I'll just take back my crown. There you go. <laughs> you are the Burger King. Oh, all right, gotta share the, the crown. worst fun ever. Yep. I, I gotta admit, uh, all in all, you know what? I mean, uh, I got a pretty full course load ahead of me, but I'm definitely liking the way these classes are looking. Yeah, it just sounds like a lot of fun. I can't wait to see what happens next semester. Oh man, neither can I. I don't even want to think about next semester. I just want to get through these courses. For a brief yeah. second, I thought she was becoming Homer Simpson. Mm. Mm. Classes. Uh, nice. <laughs> nice. Well, we'll have to see where our timeline takes us. Sorry. Oh, sh- <laughs> one. shoot. Oh, shoot. <laughs> shoot. Legends of Tabletop Podcast. Creating legends one die at a time.